Hey, this is Riff G here. I'm on my uh, podcast, the Riff G Podcast. I want uh, to introduce uh, my guest today. It's uh, Jonathan Sour Cream. He's a master producer for his album 2044. It's a, uh, what is it, like a sci-fi music? I, how would you? I described it so many ways, I, I and I still don't know exactly what it is because it's hard to look at your own stuff with like a, with a clear lens, but it's definitely sci-fi. Uh, it's got synth elements, right? Yep. Uh, it's got rock elements. Um. I like this. I like how it tells a story. And, yeah. And it tells a story of what you tell me. Um, and then I'll tell you what I think I feel about it. From a broader perspective, it tells a story of humans and artificial intelligence dealing with um, the moment of singularity before and after. So as humans start to develop into yeah, I, I can see where the the where the AI is coming to coming to the point where it's this this is how I this is how I I see it. I see that the humans and the the humans I think have at that point to tell you the truth have have become coexistent as far as symbiont with the AI more or less where they're like cyborgs because I think that that's the only way we're going to be able to live with it anyways. Because if we if we don't if we don't become part of it, it's going to be too too fast, too advanced, and humans are just going to be non you know useless to right. tell you the truth. And it's happening already. So uh, what I see in your album is I see the the coming of age for the the AI to like it's on the verge of being like human. It's starting to get feelings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and how how the the two are working together, but there's kind of some kind of conflict starting that's that's how i i see it and the humans are like the monsters is that what that is in the song in that one song oh that's interesting um so yeah i mean i'm not going to spoil it for you and tell you that this is what i think it is because you could think your own thing but as far as you know who the monsters are but um i will tell you that you're right like you're right on point with um no humans and ai and as we're going through these changes together it's funny how we talk a lot about AI and, you know, when, when is it going to be sentient? When is it going to be self-aware? What does that mean? So that's one question. But then the other question is what happens when humans start wanting to become more like, like computers? Like we have all these like little boops and beeps. And as soon as something boops and beeps, we react to it. You're right. Like a I never thought does. about it that way. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. You're right. You're right about that. So as I'm thinking as... As AI becomes more like humans, which is a pretty fucked up thing to want to be like in the first place. <laughs> and then humans, for some reason, feel compelled to be more like robots or more like computers. Um, at what point, and then I'll, as we start converging into each other, at what point are we one or the other and how do we tell the difference? And I was kind of exploring all that. And I thought it'd be interesting to see how people would, what perspectives they would take. Like this song is about a human dealing with this but maybe it's not maybe it's really a, intended to be an ai dealing with something else right right so and that kind of becomes more apparent i think um in the end when you're when you're dealing with the 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 uh, two characters that you hear in the beginning um and you hear them going back yeah, and chuck, forth chuck and uh <laughs> 
and you obviously you, you don't get yeah. the other per, you, you don't get the other beings name you but know, yeah you know you know it's, it's Chuck and AI oh, wait, or is do you a get human? it in the end I think you get it in the end when you're having a conversation with someone else you're looking for when I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it you gotta you gotta really listen to the whole thing all the way through because the songs are they just lead you on the story and that, and that's what really pulled me into it you know um now did did you do it all on your own or did you have any collaborators at all or anything or I I won't say I did it on my own so I got a very very generous gift from two friends of mine a brother and sister uh, Sarah and Jeremy <clears throat> and they got me Oh my God. I'm not going to remember the name of the instrument but it's a synthesizer. Yep, yep. Um it's a good one. Oh yeah, you showed me that one. So, I started messing around with it and the sounds I was coming up with that were completely different than what I was able to do in my my practice songs like the you know the songs that I wrote for the year before that cuz I've only been doing this for a couple of years. Right. Um and it had this really cool sound and that's when I wrote uh Electrical Angels was the first song with that and I just loved the vibe so much I wanted to uh keep going in that world and in that vibe yep. but I didn't want everything to sound the same so I, I wanted to keep it congruent but have each song sound a little bit different yeah, so yeah well I think you were successful that. on that I, I think so on that. yeah and, uh, uh there was a there was a music video that was created for one of your songs as well why don't you tell me a little bit about that uh so that's my friend of mine he goes by platinum uh, he's masterful YouTube content creator. Uh, and I said, Hey man, I really want to make a video for this song. I think the song's pretty good. Can you just check it out? If you like it, would you like do something for me? And it was, I was like on my hands and knees. Um, because you know, I hate to ask an artist to do something for free, but we've been friends for a while. And I figured, you know, if he liked it, you know, maybe you'd have fun because he had never explored you know, music videos, and I right. thought he would do a cool job. Oh, really? You never did one before? You no, did, that was his first one. You did a fantastic one. job, actually. That's yeah. a great video. Well, he said, he listened to it, he said yes right away. He enjoyed the song, he thought it was catchy, um, and he had, like, ideas automatically, and I thought what he did was brilliant, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, we could uh, we could probably plug his channel maybe at some point. Too, oh, absolutely. Give a shout out for him, yeah. You, you, I'll ask him first want. before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um Actually, that song there, yeah, that has a great hook in it, that song. It really does. It does. It's a little it, bit different than the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, but it's great, though. I, I think that that's one of the one of my favorite songs on the, on the album. Because you know why? Because after I listen to it, it sticks. Mm -hmm. It can't, really does. can't get it out of my damn head. I'm like, <laughs> freaking Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I kind of like that idea. I mean, so... A lot of people, musicians especially, you know, music snobs, um, we can be harsh with earworms. You know what I mean? Like songs that are very popular that stick in your head. Yep. And, you know, there's something about that, that the ability to create something that, you know, whether, whether if for good reasons or bad reasons, to be able to write something musically that gets repeats in someone's head is, is an amazing thing to do. And that's why I'm in music is because people have gotten music stuck in my head over and over. And sometimes I get the worst music stuck in my head. But somehow that stuff will inspire me to create, even though it starts out annoying. Yep. <laughs> I'll just like keep playing with it in my head until it gets better and then, you know, get it down and then mess with it. Um, but yeah, earworms to me are, uh, that's a good compliment if someone says that, you know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
Yeah, because it, it does. It sticks with you. And if you don't like it, it sticks with you to the point that you can't help but to like it because it's going over and over and over in your head. You can't get rid of it. That happens, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's how songs become hits. It's got a good hook, you know, Yeah. and they play it enough and that's it. People just can't get it out of their head and all of a sudden it's a freaking hit, you know. I think that that song could very well be a hit song, to tell you the truth. I don't see any reason why it, because the... The premise of it, the music's moving, and it has a, a, a really good hook to it. So uh, I think that song could really carry your album a lot, too. So um, let me ask you this. What software did you use to, not to plug a software, but what type, was it free software? Did you pay for software? Did you buy loops? What, what did you do for, because I've, I've been listening to your music, and it's like, damn, it's really creative, and how did he come up? with the how did you put it together like because you got all these different you know sci-fi type sounds and stuff like that and turning that into music is a really difficult thing and you know how did what did what did you do did you pull loops and say okay this sounds good or did you have a specific sound that you were looking for and, and what how do you go about making one of those songs oh i hmm. every song's a little bit different as far as whether it starts with lyrics or it starts with a melody or it starts with me just messing around and then something falls into place. But besides the, th the synthesizer that I was using for, to get some, some bass lines and some sounds that I, that I liked in a few of the songs, most of the sounds and all the mixing, recording, mastering, everything's done in PreSonos Studio One. Um, I bought an audio box a few years ago, so I could plug a microphone into my computer. Yep. And it came with a free version of PreSonos. I had since upgraded for like $100. I remember you saying that to me. I'm not spending more than 100 bucks. <laughs> I am I am the cheapest music maker hey. on the planet, but I don't have a lot of money to spend. You know what, though? Listen, I, I have always said that if you can make a, a shitty guitar sound good, you can make any guitar sound good. Mm. You know? Because I... I not that I can play, but when I was younger, the only thing I could buy were the cheapest freaking guitars ever. And that was what I learned on. That's what a lot of the best musicians learn on. Go to the guitar store to buy a really inexpensive guitar because that's all they got the money for, for to start out with. And they learn how to play really good on that. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to play a, a better guitar, it's a lot easier to play because it's smoother. It's not as much effort. And, you know, I think one one of the downfalls that actually happened when I started learning on cheap guitars, the action was so bad on it that I pressed really hard on the strings to play. So now when I play on a guitar that's like really easy to play, I'm still pressing really freaking hard. <laughs> I must have and a really I crappy slow guitar. Myself down. I have the it's same like, thing. Uh, so. Yeah, I get that. But don't sell yourself short. You're a very good guitarist. Oh, I've heard you play. Thank you. I appreciate that. Plug and riff G. <laughs> well, uh, is there anything in particular that you would like to... Uh, say about your your album uh to potential fans out there at all like no not really man not i'll be really. honest i don't have anything to say to potential fans i got you um you know my my album's very niche very very niche like uh, i remember i was on reddit and someone was like i'm looking for like does anyone know of any sci-fi music and i was just i messaged them i'm like look i don't want to i didn't want to self-promote on this thread here but Here's my album. Check it out. Sci-fi, if nothing else. He never responded. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to. I have a friend who listens to it almost every day. 
And, yeah. he, and he's constantly telling me how great it is, which feels very nice. Absolutely. But it's, you know, I don't know who this album is for. I, I would say if you like sci-fi, um, if you're into, you know, heavy rock, but not super heavy, um, something different. Definitely like, uh, do you remember, uh, well, uh, Depeche Mode? You remember them? I remember them, yeah, but I wasn't a fan. My friend used to listen to them all. I think that's. I think I'm calling out the right band. It might not be, but it was that type of music. At some points in your music, I can hear like that kind of drive in it, and it's really good. It's Thank really, you. Yep. Um, so as as far as uh, what's coming next? That's a good question. Wait, wait. Let me reiterate. Reiterate. How long did it take you to put that album together? How how long were you working on it for? Because I remember you like. You said to me one day, you're like, I'm just going to put in all the time and get this thing finished. And, you know, at that point, how much time did you have into it already with the concept and so forth? I think altogether it took me a year and a half with about, and I'd say a little more than half of that time I was actually working on it. The other time I was procrastinating or hating myself <laughs> or, you know, thinking it's not worth like my time or it's terrible or just not having any inspiration or you know sidetracked with other things you know because uh, i'm a single father and you know working and taking care of kids and you know and also i find it's much easier to write in the winter no, than in the summer really? yeah i think just you know in the winter you're, you're trapped right. inside a little bit more yeah. or in the summertime just you're outside more so yeah. um, also <laughs> also i have air conditioner units in my house so i can't record anything at the AC zone. by Hey, Riff G here. Thanks for joining me on my first podcast. Super excited to have you. I hope you enjoyed it. Jonathan Sour Cream, it was an honor to have you as my first guest. Thanks very much. You can find Jonathan Sour Cream's music in the links below. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifications so you know when new stuff is coming out. And check this video out right here. I made it with Adobe Firefly and Jonathan Sour Cream's music. Riff G, peace out. I called one of them father He just could